Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Barag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Every Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. shares a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with the last day's prophecies right from the Bible. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It's our hope that these Bible prophecy updates that we share with you will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Peace in the Middle East is something that world leaders have clamored after for quite some time. There have been various attempts from recognizing the Palestinian state to dividing the land of Israel. What we learn in scripture is that peace will never come to the Middle East until the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on June 24th, 2018. Let's get to our Prophecy Update today. There's uh, quite a bit that I want to uh, get to, and I am uh, trusting that the Lord's going to enable me to uh, do so. I want to talk about this much-anticipated Middle East peace plan that is dubbed the deal of the century. And I do so for a number of reasons, chief of which is that what comes packaged with it is this false sense of peace and prosperity. Please hear me out. It's interesting that today in the United States, and certainly in Israel, there's this belief that happy days are here again. Dare I say, America is great again? Go to Israel, which is where we'll be going in November, if we're still here. (laughs) Go to Israel today. Israel has never been stronger. Israel has never been more prosperous as they are today. Isn't there a song that goes like that? Happy days are here again. I won't torture you by singing it, but I think you know the tune. And (laughs) please know that I I don't want to be a killjoy, but I have to speak the truth in love. And the truth is that the judgment of God is coming. You don't hear that much in this day. And 
We shouldn't wonder why anyone even dare talk about the coming judgment of God. They are summarily dismissed. What are you talking about? Have you seen the stock market? Record highs. Things are good. Things have never been better. Talking about the judgment of God is not popular in today's world, yet it's replete throughout God's Word. For those of you who were with us on Thursday night or watched online where we're in the book of Psalms, I mean, throughout the Psalms, David confidently praises God because he knows that God is just and that the judgment of God is coming on the wicked. He takes great comfort in knowing that and looking to that, that one day soon and very soon, God will have the final word. I can't wait. I've shared many times before that were it not for that, that blessed hope that we have, that God is going to have the final word, I would literally, and this is not hyperbole again, I would literally go out of my mind. Psalm 73, very interesting psalm. Can't wait till we get there. At this rate, we'll be there about 2020. Uh, <laughs> we're only in Psalm 9, but um, amazing psalm. The psalmist describes how he almost lost his mind. He certainly was about to lose his faith, was having a crisis of faith. Why? Because he saw that the evil were prospering. That he had, in effect, cleansed his hands, walked in purity in vain. What's the point? It seems that I suffer and the evil prosper. And then when you get towards the end, of this is what I love about the Psalms. You know, even with the Psalms of David, where he starts off the Psalm and it is so perilous, he is in such despair, and by the time he gets to the end of the Psalm, completely changed. Oh, not his circumstances, his heart. He goes from weeping and begging and pleading with God. Oh, God! And by the time he gets to the end of the psalm, it's not, Oh, God! It's, Oh, God! What changed? Oh, like in Psalm 73, it was when I entered the sanctuary of the Lord. That's always a good place to go. And I saw their end. That settled it. Ah, okay. I'm okay now. I'm okay now. Because God is just, and judgment is coming, and the righteous will be rewarded, and the wicked will be punished. It has to be that way. Oh, but come on, pastor. God is a God of love. I know. 
But God is not a God of love if he's not a just God. If God does not bring justice, then neither is he a God of love. They are not mutually exclusive. God's word is very clear that God's judgment is very near. You'll forgive the poetry in that. But here's the thing, and this is what I want to talk about today. The judgment of God will come in concert with and even in spite of everyone saying, peace, peace, when there's no peace. The prophet Jeremiah, the sixth chapter. I want to read verses 13 and 14. I tell you, um, I can't wait, wait to meet this man of God in heaven this prophet of God, Jeremiah. Uh, they they, they call, call him, refer to him as the weeping prophet. Here, here's, a, here's, a, here's a guy you would never have come speak at your conferences. You know why? He didn't have one salvation. Not one salvation. You know, you, I, I think about in contrast, and I'm, I'm kind of getting off here, but maybe this is uh, to encourage somebody's heart today. I think about Jonah. He had a whole town, a whole city come to a save, saving knowledge of the God of Israel. <laughs> Even though he got angry with God because they repented. Jonah, right? But here's Jeremiah. You know what his prophecy was? His preaching was? It was that judgment is coming. And it wasn't a popular message. However, there were those that in Jeremiah's day were preaching, you'll forgive me for saying it this way, a very feel-good message. Now judgment isn't coming. Happy days are here again. Let's party. Enjoy. We're prosperous. We're great again. But God, <laughs> those two words change everything. Because from the least of them even to the greatest of them, everyone is given to covetousness, and from the prophet even to the priest, pastor, everyone deals falsely. They're not speaking truth. They have also healed the herd of my people slightly, saying, peace, peace, when there is no peace. Let me see if I can take it out of the context of the Old Testament prophet into the New Testament church. It was like there were people in Jeremiah's day that were going to churches in great numbers because they were being told what their itching ears were itching to hear. It's good. Things are great. 
Peace. When there's no peace. The prophet Ezekiel, chapter 13, I want to read verses 10 through 12 and 15 through 16. Listen to this. Because indeed, because they have seduced my people. Oh, (laughs) that's an interesting way to say it, isn't it? It is seductive, isn't it? I mean, I have to, and I've, this is another thing I've confessed. I might as well confess it now again. Uh, one day I'm watching TV and I'm watching this famous television, uh, uh, preacher, if you can call him that. Huge church. I mean, huge church. Okay. And he, it's like, I mean, honey off of his lips. And I'm, I'm finding myself just kind of, you know, getting hypnotized, and, you know, I was like, yeah, wow, yeah, my full potential, my best life now. Come on. That is seductive. That seduces me in the flesh. They have seduced my people, saying, Peace, when there is no peace. And (laughs) one builds a wall. Don't read too much into that. And they plaster it with untempered mortar. (laughs) I told you not to read too much into that. Thus I will accomplish my wrath on the wall and on those who have plastered it with untempered mortar. And I will say to you, the wall is no more, nor those who plastered it. That is, the prophets of Israel who prophesy concerning Jerusalem and who see visions of peace for her when there is no peace, says the Lord God. Um, you probably already know where I'm going with this, so I'm going to get to it. Here's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. God's judgment is coming upon this Christ-rejecting world vis-a-vis this insatiable quest for peace and security in the world. If you'll kindly permit me to, I want to argue the case that based on the developments from this last week, said destruction and with it judgment is coming sooner than we might think. I want to begin with this Jerusalem Post report about Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu meeting with senior advisor to President Donald Trump, his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and Special Representative for International Negotiations, Jason Greenblatt, in Jerusalem on Friday. King Abdullah II of Jordan also met with Kushner and Greenblatt on Wednesday and stressed the importance of a two-state solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Abdullah said the U.S. has an important role 
in any such future talks between Israel and the Palestinian Authority, and that in his view, listen, the Palestinian state must include, must include a section of Jerusalem as a Palestinian capital. The king also met Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in a surprise meeting in Amman on Monday and explained again the importance of Jerusalem to Muslims and Christians, emphasizing that the only path to, here's these two words, peace and stability in the region is a two-state solution. The blueprint for a Middle East peace deal is also expected to be discussed when Abdullah meets Trump next week in Washington for a visit that was, by the way, announced by the White House just Thursday. The two leaders, the statement said, will discuss issues of mutual concern, including terrorism, the threat from Iran, and the crisis in Syria, and working towards a lasting peace between Israelis and Palestinians. On Thursday... Fox News published an interesting article about how Trump's Mideast team is getting a close-up view of some of the towering obstacles to their yet-to-be-released blueprint for an Israeli-Palestinian peace deal. We know one is coming. We don't know when. Now, there were some reports. I didn't have time early this morning to uh, confirm any of them. But it does seem that uh, the peace plan will not be uh, revealed before August. Some are speculating that it is likely that said peace deal will come in the month of September, which is interesting in and of itself. So... In the article, they ask and attempt to answer a number of questions, one of which relates to the purpose of the trip. Listen to this quote from Fox News. President Donald Trump's Mideast team, led by son-in-law Jared Kushner, has been tight-lipped about the tour, which includes Jordan, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and Israel. Kushner and envoy Jason Greenblatt issued vague statements saying they are talking about the humanitarian situation in Gaza and U.S. efforts to facilitate peace between Israelis and Palestinians, but didn't even release an itinerary. They met Tuesday with Jordan's King Abdullah II and Wednesday with Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, acknowledging the talks only after the fact. They are then expected in Qatar, followed by Israel toward the end of the week. Another question they ask and attempt to answer in the article is this one. What's in the U.S. peace plan? The Kushner team won't say. Abbas aides, relying on Saudi information, say they suspect the aim is to get Palestinians to settle for a, quote, mini-state in Gaza and 
parts of the West Bank with a foothold in Jerusalem. This would fall far short of long-standing Palestinian demands for a state in the entire West Bank, Gaza, and East Jerusalem, lands Israel captured in 1967 with minor border adjustments. So, what does this all mean? Well, doubtless you've heard that saying, strike while the iron is hot. It is my belief, and I would humbly submit, that the Middle East today, the iron of the Middle East, has never been hotter. It has never been as hot as it is today. So much so that to me, it seems as if it's a now or never proposition. And I say that by virtue of how all the players are perfectly, and I mean perfectly, positioned. It's like this sense of, this is the last attempt. It's now or never. If this doesn't work, that's not an option. It has to work. We have to come to something. Now. If we don't do it now, it'll never happen. But here's the thing we're told in Scripture that it will happen. So we have to take this idea of it'll never happen off the table, as it were. So, uh, what are you saying? (sighs) I mean, I say it every week, don't I? I'll never tire of saying it. You might tire of me saying it, but man, For believers, this is, this is really exciting. This is really exciting. Let me share why it should be very exciting for believers. Because before this all goes down, we go up. Oh, pastor, there you go again with that pre-tribulation rapture. Listen, um, if I had a dollar for every comment that we get on social media, excoriating us, me, for my teaching the biblical truth of the pre-tribulation rapture, uh, I could pay off the building, I could buy you all a Mercedes Benz, uh, (laughs) in Jesus' name. (laughs) Revelation chapter 3. I want to read verses in part 7 through 13 where we have the letter that Jesus has John write to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. And he writes this letter to this church to encourage them to hang on. Hang on! (laughs) Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass 
in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's Prophecy Update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this Prophecy Update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this prophecy update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.